Step one Step for making one. coffee. Well, I'm just going to make you how I make it. But For quite a while, I had been a fan of Ella Voss and her music. Ella is a singer and a songwriter based here in L.A., and I had basically been stalking her on Instagram for months before I asked her to be on my podcast. So tell me about the coffee that you brought today. <laughs> so this is Go Get em Tiger. Okay. Minor Monument. Okay. This is the coffee that they use for, like, all their milky drinks. Mm-hmm. It's my new favorite. Okay, cool. Um, I was pretty happy to find from her posts coffee. and stories online that Ella loves coffee almost as much as I do. I did. I took a year off of not having coffee. Wow. And uh, Here, I'll make this. I feel like life just wasn't the same. But Having her on my podcast was not only a chance to get to chat with her in person, but also a chance to get to know her and her amazing music a bit better. That looks pretty good. So you usually do it in an espresso maker? Yeah. And you just drink straight espresso or you make Americanos. Like oh, Americanos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love Americanos. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, if I'm like feeling fancy, I'll, I'll heat up some milk. Mm -hmm. But I'm usually just like, I just, I'm like, just give me the it. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to another episode of My Caffeine Withdrawal. And back to a day months ago when everything felt a little more normal in the world. Yeah. You worked at a coffee yeah. shop? You yeah. did? Yeah. Where? Um, up like close to Santa Barbara. Okay. For just a summer. Oh, wow. I was the worst. You were <laughs> My afternoon with Ella left me feeling inspired, motivated, and better off than I started. I think it's going to do the same for you. All right. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Let's see how I did. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. The last time I uh, did a radio interview was mm -hmm. like right when I was releasing my EP and I had been like basically deaf for like five months. I had really bad ear infections. Okay. And sinus infections. Yeah. I was really sick last year. So I had to turn the headphones up like yeah. an insane amount to be able to hear the interviewer and myself talking. Wow. And when I listened back, like when it got released, Mm -hmm. You know when you can't hear yourself talking and you just, you start, like I already don't enunciate a lot, uh -huh. but I really wasn't enunciating. And I sound like, I sound like a, like a deaf person. Like you <laughs> never heard their own voice. Talking. <laughs> uh, and this just gave me flashbacks of that. You know what? I vaguely, <laughs> this is what I was saying about like Instagram. That's interesting is like, I vaguely remember you yeah. saying like, here I am, another day of not being able to hear myself yes. or something like yeah. that. You know, I'm being like frustrated. Yeah. Oh my it was God. It's very frustrating. Did you feel like you could still kind of write and all of, or, or at the time were you mostly just doing like, like getting the EP out and press and stuff like that? Or what was I doing? I think I had still, I think I was still recording some of the songs on the EP. Yeah. So that was kind of frustrating. Yeah. And I was trying to keep, I was trying to write through it. Uh huh as well because I was basically the album I'm working on now like I thought it was going to come out months ago like because okay. I thought it was I thought I was writing it last year but yeah writing when you can't hear yourself and you can't hear the other person that you're writing with yeah is really difficult like <laughs> I'd come up to my producer's computer like literally right next to him and be like yell 
in my ear mm-hmm. or talking to a mic. I can't hear you. Yeah. And he, he was like, he's like, you're too, you're too close to me. Like, go away. <laughs> yeah like right in his face literally just like right there like yell at me i can't imagine like recording did you just kind of go the only thing i can relate it to i i always get like really stuffy ears too like rather Mm -hmm. than a stuffy nose when i get colds and i have had times when i've had to sing with like stuffy ears and it's annoying but then i just like rely on you're like the, the muscle the muscle feeling. memory yeah yeah but if it's for so long does it start to feel like you can't yeah it was like it was not too I had I did a couple of shows during that time too and it was like singing my old stuff that I knew how, you know knew yeah. how to sing was it wasn't that difficult uh-huh. but then going like writing something new and trying to record something new it was like I don't know I don't know how it's supposed to feel I've never sang yeah. this song before yeah it hasn't like settled it into hasn't your settled like vocal in. cords yet like wow yeah and then when did that finally like clear so it was just like so, a really ongoing sinus infection kind of yeah, it was a chronic sinus infection. Okay. Well, so last March, I got diagnosed with lymphoma. And so then I did treatment for that. And when I did treatment, I guess, like, turns out they have this immune deficiency. And so the treatment I did, like, it, which shouldn't have suppressed my immune system as much as it did, uh-huh. did. And then I got all these infections that I, like, yeah. couldn't get over. And so um, it wasn't until – I don't know why it took so long doctors and like to get diagnosed with the yeah to get the immune deficiency diagnosed so then I didn't start doing a treatment for that until this past March so a whole year later so since I started doing so now I have to go get this is really boring no it's not boring at all (laughs) I wanted to ask you about like getting diagnosed with lymphoma anyway okay (laughs) because I mean I I'm like, I mean, we're, we're laughing, but it's like, but like, I can't, I mean, the only thing I know about it was just that it happened while you were like on tour. Or yeah. I mean, this is literally from my Instagram knowledge of yes. you, you know, um, but, but like, I like was thinking I can't imagine like when I can't find the coffee that I want in the morning when I'm yeah. on tour, cause you're already don't have very much sleep. Yeah. You're not eating what you normally eat. Mm-hmm. You're not in your own bed. Like things really hit you hard when you're on tour I find yeah but yeah like how do you mind me asking like yeah like how no. you found out and what that was like yeah or- I had gone uh I had gone to a doctor like to get a flu shot right before I was leaving for tour okay and I'd had this kind of lump I didn't even know what it was on like on my abdomen where it was just kind of misshapen and I uh-huh. thought like oh, like maybe this is like post-childbirth stuff. Maybe something's wrong with my abs. And I'd talk about it with everyone for months, probably Mm -hmm. for like six months. I talked about this weird shape on my abdomen and like kind of just thought it was funny. And then I was getting frustrated because I was like, I'm working out. I'm not getting a flat stomach. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, where are my values? Rock hard abs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. And so I... at the while I was getting my flu shot, I was like, you know, uh, I I've been working out and my stomach's just not getting flat, and but like I'm not gaining weight anywhere else, and I I just I don't know what's wrong. Can you just look at my stomach? And she immediately found a huge hard spot on my left side, and she was like, oh, you need to go get scanned right now. And I was like, oh, okay. So a week later, I went, <laughs> yeah, uh, I went and got a couple of scans and then found out 
that my spleen was enlarged and I had, well, the first thing they told me, which is really overwhelming, is I just get a call from my doctors like, we found multiple masses in your abdomen. I'm like, great. Oh what is that? And this is you, mean. were you on I was about to leave. I was leaving that week. So found out that my spleen was enlarged and so went to go see an oncologist the day before I was leaving. Mm -hmm. And I went and I had done some research and I immediately was telling this oncologist like, I I think it's just a really bad case of mono. I think I might have malaria. You should (laughs) test for this or that. And she was... This is because you're Google. Like you did like a Google search. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Just me on WebMD. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And she she was nice, but she was like, yeah, probably not. But how about you you go get this biopsy done in mm-hmm. a couple of days and then we'll see. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, I guess I can fly back. I had my, my manager at the time there with us and she was like, okay, well, we can fly back after the Houston show. And as long as she can fly back like out the same day to New Orleans. And I was like, okay, like, yeah. I don't know. Let's do it. Did you ever feel any hesitation to continue the tour? Did you feel like you felt a lot of pressure either way? Or was it just kind of like no question? Like, yeah, I need to it like, was keep on tour. It was kind of no question. Okay. I was so It was my first headline tour. Okay. I had a ton of sold out shows. Yeah. And I was just really excited about being on tour. And I kind of was like, well, if it is something, like, what am I going to do just sitting yeah. at home? Yeah. So... You didn't want to miss. I like, didn't want to miss that's out. That's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I would be so depressed. Like, I'd rather, I know it's going to, whatever this is, it's going to be hard, but I'd rather just be distracted and yeah. like, be on the road. Yeah. Yeah. So about a week into tour, I that's when I got the call from my oncologist that it was cancer. And the way that she told me, it was so matter of factly that I like didn't, I was just like, cool. <laughs> yeah. I literally, You're like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, just like receiving any normal information, like, no yeah. drama. It was like, oh, you have lymphoma. It's this type of lymphoma. Um, you can Google this, but we can talk next week. I'll, do you have any questions? I'm like, no, good. Sounds good. Yeah. So, she didn't right away, of course, have plans, I guess, for how to fix it. And no. how did, how, like, physically did you feel at the time? Did you feel okay? Or, I, now, now, like, looking back and now feeling healthy I like can't believe how sick I was right because like almost like you were used to I like, just operating so, at a certain yeah I had so normalized it and I had been feeling definitely more fatigue than normal like mm-hmm. kind of an insane amount of fatigue where I was falling asleep in the middle of the day and yeah. I, I had all these new food allergies I've never had food allergies in my mm-hmm. life and I just started becoming allergic to everything but I just thought it was stress and I'd had a really stressful year. Yeah. Like I just, it was like my first year as an artist, first yeah. year playing shows, putting out music. And when I was feeling really exhausted, it was the end of the year. It was December. My album had just came out and I was like, well, this is just stress and I just need to learn how to manage stress. And everyone in my life was like, you just need to smoke more pot, just <laughs> manage <laughs> your stress, out. chill <laughs> out, take a break. And so I just, yeah, so I assume like the food stuff was stress related. My exhaustion was stress related. Um, I was still trying to figure out like how to be a mom and. Yeah. How old was your son? Renee was, I guess, almost three. Okay. Two and a half. Yeah. So that's still really new too. Like a new transition. and And I still was like kind of, my like postpartum depression like Mm -hmm. really 
like it's like kind of slowly went away and so yeah. i still feel like i was like kind of recovering from that so i don't know and i and i'm so good at hiding stuff and holding on to stuff and yeah. normalizing things so i just was like well this is just who i am this is how you feel this is just how i feel tired. like yeah yeah, yeah yeah and now that i am probably the healthiest i've been in who knows how long probably at least like five years yeah i cannot believe that i yeah put up with that yeah with being so sick and like i couldn't gain weight uh-huh. and which most people would be like wow that's you know great problem to have right but it was frustrating to like to feel like what you were you would like eat and you wouldn't feel like you would get like because you know how f- yeah. after you eat lunch you feel like oh i got some like nutrients yeah. or like a green juice or something yeah like you, f- you can feel it when you're yeah. like getting what you need yeah and you wouldn't feel like you would get no. anything that you needed wow and so where are you now? And did you have to, like, it's becoming like a lot of questions. <laughs> so you f- would fly back and forth then during the tour yeah. for treatments? Or yeah, you didn't, for just for biopsies. Right biopsies. No. Okay. Yeah, so I had to like, there's so many different tests you have to really do. And then mm-hmm. every test takes like a couple days or a week to get information back. And so right. I didn't really start treatment any later than I would have if I hadn't been on tour. Okay. It kind of just lined up like maybe two weeks later. Yeah. So, but not a big deal. Yeah, I had to like get some different scans and do a bone marrow biopsy, which is the funniest thing ever. What is it? What is it like? It's just, I mean, they take a chunk of like a little piece of your bone out of like the back of your, what is this, like your pelvis bone? And it it was it seriously it still hurts. Really? Yeah. They had so they did, were you you're awake for it or no? Oh yeah, oh, you're, you're awake. Yeah. They just numb nope. the area. No, what? No. I mean, I maybe numb the surface a little bit, but it's like the bone is so close to the surface. You're not really going so through they just tissue do like a really small muscle. Yeah, it's like a big. It looked like a like a giant syringe, uh-huh. and like they suck some marrow out, and then they go in with like a little scalpel thing and yeah. chip off a piece of bone. Someone's passing out right now listening this is, to this. No, like I feel like such a baby because I'm okay. I'm getting like I got like those aligners to make your street, and they had to shave off like a tiny bit of my tooth, and oh. I like had a I had like a yeah. meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like I feel like a baby. <laughs> like I feel like. <laughs> getting bone shaved is the so, worst. it's just that sounds awful no one enjoys that yeah it's not so you did all of those tests and then yeah so so where i'm at now is yeah uh, are you all done with t- treatments or i couldn't finish treatment completely because of my immune deficiency i was just I too sick but i did most of it and i am like still in partial remission okay so which i don't really know what that means so I, all i know is that my spleen is still a little big compared to what it should be yeah or, and then but as far as like the rest of it they got rid of it or or you just see how it goes or you could, yeah it's it just kind of like waiting or... yeah my oncologist loves to remind me she, she, every time i see her she's like well when this comes back and i'm like we don't have to say that oh wow <laughs> so now it's has it, it just been become part of your life like this like managing i guess i don't i mean i don't think yeah. i don't want it to yeah so i don't think about it like yeah. i am a lot healthier and i take care of my body a lot yeah. better than i ever have yeah but i don't do it i don't do it thinking i'm gonna do this to avoid cancer okay because i feel like and what i've learned is that so much of your health comes from like like you have a lot of control over your health like mentally yeah and so i've really tried to make a point of 
being like anything I do for me it's not because I'm in fear and it's not yeah. like it's it's not a negative thing I want everything to be positive because if I yeah. can like think positive that's like I'm doing this for me I'm doing this because I feel good um, yeah it's like you want to be the best version of yourself I, yeah. and regardless of you know cancer coming back yeah. or something you would want to be healthy anyway like you want to like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so I don't I don't know. I'm not waiting to find out. I'm I am kind of in my mind. I'm like, well, I know at least if it does come back and know that what I did before works. Yeah. So I can like be at peace about that. And yeah, there are times when I'll like, I don't know, feel a little extra tired. I'm like, oh, no, this is it. It's coming back. Or what if it comes back somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah. Any like any ailment or health thing. I'm like, yeah, I worry. Yeah. But I don't want it to control my life. And so, yeah. But it's been really nice like to it, – it sucks, and I talk about this with a lot of people. It sucks that it sometimes takes like a health scare to get you taking care of yourself. Yeah. But taking care of myself has been one of the most amazing things ever. Like I go to therapy every week. I go to acupuncture every yeah. week. I don't eat sugar anymore really. Mm-hmm. Um, I exercise every morning. I go to yoga yeah. Like I do all this stuff that like I really I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I do this regardless? Like it makes yeah. me feel great. But it's not I do have I guess I have I have a little bit more of uh, a little boost of like well, I, I just want to stay healthy. And of course. So yeah, you have this, a little extra, I guess, like and motiv- motivation. There's yeah. no reason to like wait to go to yoga or something exactly yeah that's Um, kind of true about everything everything's like well I should just do it now it's like and I'm like oh like I shouldn't go on that trip wait yeah I should I should yeah you should do it now this is I guess more of like a more technical question but I can't help but wonder just because knowing you're like an artist and musician that's probably how you support yourself what about health insurance <laughs> I I because I mean I just have so many musician friends and they're like oh like I'm not gonna have it for a few months or I'm gonna like yeah how, how do you deal with health insurance do you have someone in your life that or do you oh, buy it separately or how like I I'm just I, curious let's see I, I think at the time that I got diagnosed me and my ex had we were on like our own plan and uh-huh. then my dad luckily like he has his own company and so he put me on his oh great like as an employee okay just to help out which is like yeah insane blessing but so many people like when I first got diagnosed immediately reached out and were like you should reach out to music cares yeah I was gonna say my friend I have a couple of friends who like use that for certain you know doctor's appointments and yeah 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 which is probably what I would have done yeah. yeah, but you ha- but your dad and so are you. You continue to be on that health insurance that you can get through like yeah. your dad's work. Yeah. And- oh, that's so great. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's great. I don't know why yeah. I was like immediately. I was like, oh, oh my yeah. god, but like this because ha- I know I had a I had a roommate who had breast cancer. Um, when I lived in New York, we actually met because we were on tour together, and she was a stage manager. Um, this was when I was doing a lot of theater, and she found out while we were oh, on tour, and even with you know she had Actors Equity health insurance, but I remember that like something in me being like oh my like I remember that being a you know a thing like oh my god there's so many like bills associated with yeah you know and like her being on the phone like oh I have to pay for this that or you know like who's paying for it the insurance me like that being like a thing yeah and I feel like it is a thing you know like I mean even with insurance like 
everything it's still, you're uh, still yeah. paying a lot of money. it's crazy yeah well yeah. how does that oh man <laughs> I, I it was kind of it was stressful like i feel like depending on music uh-huh. or how i make my money and then yeah. not knowing how long i was going to be sick for it was really terrifying and yeah. like i just have anxiety attacks all the time thinking yeah. like what if I don't get better? Like, and then what? I can't put music out, and then what? My money runs out, and what do I do? I have nothing to lay out. Like, I have no plan B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now, <laughs> so during this time, are you continuing to write, or do you feel do you feel like more inspired to write while you're going through this stuff, or do you feel more like oh, I just need to focus on my health, or is it like I guess it's probably both. It was or? like oh, it was like literally every day was different. It was back uh-huh. and forth. All the time so i mean a lot of times i would just lie in bed and like try to write lyrics yeah and then i'd have one day where i'd feel good and i'd be like lewis i'm coming in the studio no, that's my producer yeah I'm coming in the studio i feel good i have lyrics let's do it oh that's great yeah and then other times i'd p- push myself a little too hard and i end up in the studio and, but just not be that productive because i was really suffering yeah so it's hard it's really it again like it's a, such a huge lesson in like learning how to take care of yourself but i really I didn't realize also how detached I was from like knowing how I felt. Yeah, like you're like knowing how that your body wasn't feeling good. Yeah, so I would just be like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I could and then just going until I crashed. And it took like a lot of practice to like check in with myself Uh every morning and be like, how do I feel? Yeah. Not like what other people think they see because mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't even know I was sick yeah I just didn't look sick yeah and so I would just kind of tell myself um, yeah I'm not sick yeah but I'd be feeling I mean just like, like not zero yeah. this uh the taking care of yourself thing it made me think of something that I saw on Instagram <laughs> where you said something about going to spend like five or six days alone oh yeah yeah can you tell me about yes. what um, made you want to do that and like what happened during the five days or is it like private you don't want to talk oh, about no. it okay you're like I wanted five days of solitude or was it yes. five or six I don't re- remember it was six night five nights six nights okay so like where did you go what made you want to take the trip yeah, start from the beginning. Well, <laughs> listen, I had a mental breakdown. Okay. Massive. What caused the mental breakdown? We can just like go backwards. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So, okay. So I had, so to go, let's see. Let's go for, this is why I had a mental breakdown. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, it does seem like you've had a lot going on. Okay. I, uh, okay. I, I, okay. I feel like this is going back too far, but this no, it's is okay. literally where it starts. So I thought I, I thought I had found, Five years ago, I thought, like, I found my career. Okay. And then I got pregnant. And I was like, okay, that's not going to work. This was when you, I was you were pl- on, with playing with playing horns, with horns and playing keys. Okay. Yes. So I was playing. So like, I'm a keys player. I'm a keys player. I'm going to be a touring musician. This is great. I'm yes. glad I'm getting paid to do something I'm good yeah. at. Yeah. And then got pregnant. And I was like, okay, well, this has, this is probably not going to work out. Yeah. I've always wanted to write my own song. So I'm going to do that. So six months pregnant, I decide... I'm going to be an artist and mm-hmm. I've never like like I wasn't really a singer I never performed alone uh-huh I never really wrote a song on my own and but I was like I'm gonna do it no that's being, amazing yeah, being pregnant makes you feel like superhuman so yeah so I decided to be an artist cool uh have a baby have really bad postpartum depression and then 
like immediately go into like releasing music. And how did you, I know I'm interrupting your story about the six <laughs> days alone, but this is how, how did you then like find Lewis and the ability to put out, like to know what to do? I guess you've already been touring with musicians, so you kind of knew yeah, like what, or you knew people to like create like, recordings with and stuff and like, yeah. The story of how I met Lewis, I mean, I was in a, another band for years, mm-hmm. um, and we had met, Lewis was going to produce our band, and I wasn't the lead singer in the band, and basically, from what I kind of gathered is that Lewis was only interested if I was the lead singer of that band. Oh, wow. And I was like, I don't, I'm done with this band. I don't, yeah. it was a really, it was a, it was, it was a dramatic situation, the other okay. band, and I was like, I can't be the lead singer of this band, I'm. I actually was going to quit. Yeah. So I'm quitting. Good luck. And he still was like, well, what are you going to do with your life? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to write my own music. And he was like, cool, let's do that. Okay. And that was when I was six months pregnant. And I oh, was okay, like, perfect. Right. I, I kind of honestly couldn't believe that someone wanted to work with a six month pregnant woman. I was like, you know that I'm going to have to like take a break and that everything moving forward in my career is always going to be a little bit harder. Like, yeah. are you sure you don't want like, 20 year old girl yeah because there's lots of those <laughs> yeah I'm like not that young I'm pregnant I have no idea what's gonna happen I've never really done this before so it was really inspiring I was yeah. like someone believes in me and he I believe in, in me yeah. yeah yeah it was incredible okay so yes so what my mental breakdown this like you know this amazing but like kind of chaotic like decision to be an artist uh having a baby and then kind of trying to manage what like my marriage through that mm-hmm. did you guys get married after or before or no we mean, had been married for, you'd been married yeah, oh okay yeah okay. we had been married for four years at that time and then yeah going on my first tour finding out I had cancer yeah and then being super sick for a year and now going through a divorce so wow. so like yeah, I think it was time that for was my a other mental question breakdown. Was, I had like questions from Instagram. And it was like, okay, what's the six <laughs> days? And then also the how how did you get up the strength rate, like the divorce files or something? You like put a <laughs> yeah. picture, and I didn't even know if you were married or anything. I just saw that, and I was yeah. like, oh dang, that's an Instagram post. Like that's like, <laughs> that's, like very revealing, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's, yeah. So, so that happened? Yeah, so I was having, I was like really having a breakdown. I was to this point where I was like, I can't write any more music. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like, mm-hmm. I like, I've like definitely had depression like throughout my life, but it never felt like this. Like this was like the most like uncontrollable, like ups and downs, mm-hmm. like where I really felt like, I, like there's, I don't even know what to do anymore. Yeah. Kind of depression. And I was like, I just need to get away. Like maybe I'll write maybe I won't maybe I'll like go on walks maybe I'll sleep maybe I'll watch movies I don't know I've never gone away alone and I hadn't been alone in eight years so yeah and I'd always wanted to take solo trips but I don't it's really hard I think when I don't know I got like we got married young and I think it's hard to kind of reclaim your like individuality if like you didn't start off with it Mm -hmm. and so it just was like year after year I just like us losing more and more of each other just you kind of forget who you are kind of uh going different like like different directions or losing losing yourself into the relationship yeah yeah like your individuality yeah so it was like i was sitting 
at my friend's shop, my friend Haley, I was sitting in the back and I, and I was like talking to Lewis and I was bawling just, and, and I'm like, it's basically like a coffee shop back there. There's tons of people back there. Wait, what and, shop is this? Is it or it was called Haley Soli. Haley's. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then right next door is Muddy Paw Coffee. So uh-huh. I was like sitting behind Muddy Paw Cafe, just like crying, bawling with a, eating a donut. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I just was like, I'm booking a trip. I'm like, so I just went on like Airbnb right away, booked a really cute A-frame cabin Crestline or arrowhead or somewhere in the middle of arrowhead uh-huh. big bear okay cool that area yeah texted lewis and i was like i'm going away he's like what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know i just have to go i'm going away i'm going away. <laughs> i need to go away for a little while yeah he was probably terrified yeah i do feel like people need time like, when you don't have time to yourself to really, like, sort through, like, what would I be doing if, it, like, no one else's needs or I wasn't trying, like, yeah. like just, like, that quiet time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's, inter- I was, my older sister says it a lot where she'll be like, well, she'll be like, I want a vacation, but, like, by myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. For yeah. sure. So you get there and then. Um, oh yeah so I get there and like I had so much anxiety on the way there like the whole time about being by yourself yeah and just going away yeah so the whole drive there and I left on like a Friday at like three Mm -hmm. so it was in tons of traffic and I just kept thinking this is dumb I just need I need to turn around what am I doing I have so much work to do yeah I shouldn't be I shouldn't be away from Renee any more than I already am I should just go home and then I like, I went and bought groceries and like before I went up the mountain because I had to go to Whole Foods because there's just too yeah. many specific things that I need. Yeah. <laughs> and I like stupidly bought eggs at Whole Foods. No, there was, I knew there was still going to be like an hour and a half of driving, mm-hmm. but I bought eggs and then I was, and then I was stressed about the eggs the whole rest of the way. Like they're going bad. They're going bad. Yeah. Like I should just go home. Uh. <laughs> It's like an excuse to like. It's like go an home. excuse, yeah. Yeah. And then, I, and then I remembered too that I had forgotten one of my speaker cables, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Yeah, now I now I won't, really won't get any work done," mm-hmm. which was not what, the point of was, going. What work did you need to get done? I guess just finishing more songs, music, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, so I brought like all my equipment, thinking like, "Well, I'll just work up there if I." feel like it yeah but then I forgot all this equipment I forgot like all the important pieces I need to connect everything together so yeah all I had was an acoustic guitar uh-huh. which I don't play guitar uh-huh. uh, so, <laughs> so that was fun <laughs> yeah so I, but I, I got up there and I had a glass of wine and then was like this is gonna be great and the first night was amazing yeah and the next day was good I just like kind of just relaxed and chilled but then I like did nothing like just, did yeah. nothing and I like listened to music which I, is something I never make time to do here yeah um I drew I read I looked through magazines which is like I would normally feel guilty yeah you know for like taking time to just flip through a magazine yeah but I looked through dwell like five oh, yeah. five different uh what are they called um uh, not volumes I don't know. oh like the magazines but they're 
Yeah. They're since they're yeah magazines, I guess. What? <laughs> Issues. issues okay we've got jeff our producer coming <laughs> issues yeah i looked through five issues of dwell found my dream home uh found yeah. your dream home yeah. yeah yeah um pieces of it and then by sunset the second night i was like oh shit i'm alone like what yeah. what else is there yeah what am i doing and i had like a full like breakdown again and just like cried mm-hmm. and was like i should just go home tomorrow Made it through one more night, and then finally that the then I guess like the third day, I started playing guitar and mm-hmm. started writing songs, and I wrote some like really silly songs. I wrote a song uh, about a hitchhiker on the highway who yeah. is in love with me, and uh-huh. is just scared that I might hit him <laughs> and kill him. <laughs> and it's like a funny. That sounds awesome. It's like a funny like. If I was going to write a musical. Yeah. Uh, would be in the musical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are any of the songs you wrote that week something you're going to you're going to record? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Hitchhiker one or no? No. <laughs> no. Are you playing the Hitchhiker one today? <laughs> I, I could. <laughs> I, I think it's clever. Yeah. I sent it to a couple of friends and they just were nice about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, that's cute. but yeah so yeah so then I just yeah then I just started writing and I only wrote on guitar and I only recorded voice memos and it was good it was something I really I realized I hadn't done in a while to just write a full like complete songs yeah alone on guitar obviously but because I'm not a guitarist so I'm usually like sitting at the piano or just singing along to a track but to like write on guitar write like full songs of lyrics and I like kind of had a whole theme for all the songs I wrote yeah they were all like I mean they were cabin songs yeah so they all like talk about animals and trees and yeah being alone and I like that yeah yeah but one of them I really love and I'm like 90% sure it's gonna be on the album oh that's exciting yeah but yeah it was a really it was a really great trip was there like a tipping point where you were like I guess, do you want to do that again? Is that yeah. like part of your, okay. I think so. Yeah. I think it was a good place to like feel like I found my voice again. Yeah. Because I really just, I think part of my breakdown was just feeling like I kind of like forgot who I am or like what is my identity or like what do I, what do I care about and like what's important to me. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think I really need that time alone. And I think it's, it's something I should just, I hope it's just like incorporate incorporate yeah it's just part of my process I feel like when I don't have I I love having time to myself and like if I don't I I feel like I I can't hear my own voice anymore yeah like I have to have and like you were talking about like just like looking through music like I'll yeah it's um it's like you have to remember I feel like that it's like fun like yeah. Like, almost like playtime to then yeah. get inspired. Yeah. It's so easy to forget how important that, like, the play aspect of music is. Like, yeah. the fun, child, curious side yeah. of it. Like, it's really easy to lose it. Yeah. Especially when now it's like, okay, you know, now I'm sure because you've had a lot of, you've had so much success, which is so cool. But do you, like, there's probably yeah. expectation, like, oh, I need to, like, I need this to, kind of song. Yeah. So that it gets played this kind of playlist and this kind of, you know, like. Yeah. I try, yeah, I'm really trying really hard to just 
kind of throw that out the window. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But it's still there. It's like, well, it has to be at least as good as last time. Yeah, but they'll all be be so good. Yeah, Yeah, they'll all be different and good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were a little kid, do you remember kind of like the first time you were either either listened to something that you were like, oh, I like music or I like that artist? Or do you remember a time when you're sort of like, oh, this is my thing? You oh, know, yeah. where like, okay, yeah, yeah. I want to hear about that. I feel like I have so many moments, but I... Well, any of them. I, yeah. Like, so I started playing piano when I was five. Okay. And did you go to lessons or you just started playing? My parents started me in lessons like pretty quickly. They had taken me to a piano shop mm-hmm. and my mom had shown me like a couple things on the piano and then I I played through like the whole beginner's book like there, like yeah. in 10 minutes probably. Just wow. like flew through the book. And yeah. so my parents were like, oh, she's into this. We should do this. Yeah. So I started taking lessons. We rented the piano and I was like immediately addicted. Like I just, I loved it. And I... I think like I was a pretty quiet kid and this just was so I was so much more comfortable expressing myself through piano. Yeah. And I like luckily always had really amazing teachers and all of them are very like in touch with like the emotion and the feeling of music. And so I always would like I would do this thing and I remember this is like really I really felt connected to music when my teacher Gave me, she actually just gave me this like clipping from a magazine and I kind of already did this, but then I, on my own, but I, then I like specifically did this exercise where it was just like a list of things to do on piano. And like, it was like, play the universe, play a rainstorm, play, oh, wow. um, like, what does that sound like to you? What does that sound like to you? Like just setting a scene, just not set just a scene. It's like, doesn't matter what it is. You yeah. Know? Like no rules. Just play what that looks like to you or feels like. Yeah. And I would do it all the time. Yeah. And it, like. And That's so cool. Yeah. And I just kind of get lost in it. Yeah. And like, I think that's probably, like, I'm pretty visual when I when I write. And I think it probably comes from that, like, visualizing, yeah. like, what does the universe look and sound and feel like? And how yeah. do I feel when I'm playing the universe? And Yeah. Yeah. I always think there's like some kind of connection between like colors and the way things sound. And yeah. Like, like I always feel like when I'm working on songs, like I'll be like, oh, this is like I have like colors in mind. You yeah. Know? Are you an so empath? I think I am. <laughs> I mean, I, I've had people tell me like yeah. I've had like I, I did have a boyfriend once who was like, you're totally like you're the most em- empath person I've ever met. Yeah. And so I have had people tell me that yeah yeah and I'll really like take on I don't you know like I don't know if it's because I'm an actor or what like I'll really take like if that person's I'll kind of like go to yeah to wherever the other person is yeah bit, you know that's like, probably uh, you probably are it's probably yeah. what makes you are you a do good you feel actor. like you are oh or I for sure am definitely okay. I didn't know that I was though yeah someone told me like a few years ago and then I started like looking it up and yes. I was like dang it probably am yeah <laughs> my friend my best friend told me a year ago and she was like I fi-, she was like I finally get you you're an empath that's why <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then through uh, my therapist literally every week was like so yeah so again this confirms <laughs> that you're yeah. an empath and- yeah but yeah, like Do I think feel- a lot of empaths are like more in tune and um, sensitive to like colors and music and connection between um, 
between all the things all the things making the connection of like oh like describing things and maybe not even the sound but being like oh this sounds like orange or pink or whatever do you find that like I feel like sometimes and I didn't realize I was doing this because I was an empath but I would like like sometimes I feel like sometimes people can think of me as like a little bit standoffish like protective or like or like it comes off as me being like oh she's too cool or too yeah, whatever yeah but it's like it's not that it's that I think like as I've grown up I've it's like protected you, because yeah. like if you're so then you just take it on like if someone's angry yeah you you're take just on like a live wire yeah like hanging so on like open. so like you start to do things to sort of like protect yourself and you don't even realize you're doing it right you know yes oh well that's yeah interesting. yeah yeah I've definitely had like now I look back at all these moments of like when there'd be girlfriends that would be so mad at me and be yeah. like, why is Ella so cold? Or like, why doesn't yeah. she want to hang out with us? Yeah. She just thinks she's better than us. I'd be like, <laughs> no, I'm just dying. <laughs> you're like, I just need like some time to myself. Yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like you're like more introverted too? Or or no? Or I guess, yeah. I really like being around people. Like I definitely yeah. get like a, like a, huge like dopamine boost when I'm around people yeah of course but then I need I need to recharge yeah yeah like hear your own thoughts like you said yeah 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 um when you were younger was there a certain musician or certain song you can remember that like that like really inspired you like even when you were like what kind of music did your parents listen to or did you notice I mean there was this like there was this four top song Four Top. Yeah, Motown. Oh, Motown. Okay. Yeah. No, but they were called the Four Tops. The Four Tops. I don't know them. And they had, my mom listened to Motown all the time. And I think it's called like, I Wish It Would Rain. Mm-hmm. And it's like basically like, you know, I wish it would rain, like hide my tears. Um, yeah. I can't, can't think of how it goes now. Wish it would rain. Yeah, no. I don't Yeah. <laughs> but that one was one that you like learned or oh stuck yeah with you. yeah yeah I was just like thinking all the time I just I don't know what it was I just it's always ever since then I have this kind of obsession with writing about the rain yeah do you write mostly by yourself or do you do like sessions and I've done both mm-hmm. well up until recently I was it was I really was just writing by myself or with yeah Lewis my producer yeah but then this summer I started doing sessions and mm-hmm. That's fun, but also as an empath, it's really exhausting. Yeah. And I am like, I am such an open person. I love sharing a lot about myself. Yeah. I like, I don't mean to, but then I, I share a lot and then I'm just like dead. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, uh, it's all. Yeah. yeah. And then like, I always feel like in songwriting sessions, sometimes I, because like empathetic, you want to like make the other yeah, person feel, feel good. heard and good. So then you like end up going with, you're like, okay, well, that's not really where I wanted to go with the yeah. song, but like it's collaborative. So like you might have a better idea. Like you yeah. want to like keep going. Yeah. It's really hard to then yeah. to put, to draw a line and be like, well, this is what I would, I actually would rather do this. Yeah. It feels so terrifying to like make a statement like that because you're like, oh no, I'm going to ruin the whole mood. You don't want to shut someone down. Like I yeah. feel like. I went to more like acting school and stuff and like they there'd always be like the the rule of like yes like you always say yes to your partner right. and you always because like 
you want to encourage yeah. like the collaboration yeah. and like the it's just it's important. which is great yeah. and i do think that's so important yeah but then like you can also go to a million sessions and then never Not quite get what, get you, what you, you yeah yeah but also it's like being with the right people it's like magic kind of like anyway i feel like yeah yeah the people that you you connect with and feel comfortable with like it's like it's important you you gotta like hold on to them Mm because that's rare yeah to to get yeah to find so now you're working on your album that will come out or well i don't know when this airs but right now your days are mostly working on your next yeah like full-length album yeah okay yeah i have like some of it done but I mean, probably when this comes out, it'll be done. Yes. <laughs> uh, it is on its way out. It should be out in July. So um, today, do you think you'll play something new or old? Yeah, or I want to play something, something new. new. Okay, cool. Yeah. I had like one more like good coffee question. Oh, yeah. Let's have end. one more coffee yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. If you could get coffee with anyone, it doesn't have to be like famous, like you're like coffee with anyone anywhere like describe your your best like coffee date oh okay <laughs> yeah oh well oh it would easy um i would get coffee with lana del rey oh wow she <laughs> lives in this neighborhood doesn't she i feel or does she i don't I know so. i don't know why i th- think that but i feel like i feel like she lives by the beach oh yeah maybe i don't oh. know but i was imagining <laughs> getting coffee with lana on okay. the beach okay yeah. or or like or going up on a, on a drive I, I, basically i'm asking lana del rey on a coffee okay, date right cool. now I'm like, please <laughs> i'll drive you to the mountains we'll get coffee I w- it won't be creepy <laughs> that's awesome you could talk about you know music make songs together yeah yeah that's cool i just find her really inspiring yeah and yeah i love her songs yeah that's cool yeah all right okay well, thanks for coming by my house, Ella. Yeah, and thanks course. for uh, bringing your coffee. Yeah. From Go Get Em Tiger. I love that place too. Thanks so. for making, showing me how to chem- chemex, <laughs> You're welcome. chemex it up. <laughs> and now, Ella Voss playing Turbulence. Uh, the song is called Turbulence, and it's the first song off my new album. Ever since the bright lights 
gonna make it without a foundation or someone to keep warm. Cause I've been traveling around and around without a place. Move through the world alone, but I like it. in that song. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. You can find Ella's music all over the place. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever. Do yourself a favor and listen to her over your next cup of coffee. And make sure to check out her new single, Mistakes, They Catch Up. If you've been listening, you know about my Spotify playlist. If this is your first time listening, I've been curating a playlist with some of the songs from our guests, songs we talk about, or just songs we love. You can find a link to that in the episode description. 